All right, cool. Steph, welcome to Dow Talk. Thank you so much for joining. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe you can just get us started by talking a little bit about your background, who you are, how you got into working in crypto Web3 DAOs, um, and then what you're working on now. Yeah. Um, so I onboarded in the fall of 2021 20, at this point. And, you know, my, my, my loving partner had been sort of like peppering me about Web3 for like, you know, a year plus. And every time it would come up, I'd always be like, ooh, like Web3, what is this thing you're talking about? Um, and, you know, finally, I was like, all right, this is something that clearly means a lot to you. Um, and I also, I come from the like brand and design and like content creation world. And so I, I, I could like see that this is an important thing to pay attention to just like, you know, technology and, um, and, and like network effects and all of this stuff is, is, is are things that we just like, you know, as, as brand people just think about all the time. So, um, I, I was like hearing these words kind of you know, pop up at the intersection of Web3. So I listened to the original A16Z episode on NFTs, and I actually listened to it twice. Um, and within like a, a 12-hour time period, we have this whiteboard in our kitchen. And the first time I listened to it, I was just, you know, driving or walking. And then the next time I listened to it, uh, I, so I, I, like, I wake up at anywhere between 4 and 5 a.m. I'm sort of like notorious for this. And um, woke up, you know, at my normal time, like 4 a.m., put the episode in, and then just like, you know, that meme with uh, Charlie from It's Always Sunny, where he's got like all of the pieces of paper and like there's like strings and he's like, looks like a mad person. So that was like actual footage of me that morning and like was like drawing all these lines to community tokens and what they were calling social tokens at the time and, and DAOs and was just blown away. It was like, this feels like the culmination of everything that I have been thinking about my whole adult life. Um, and so I, I come from this brand background, um, design background previously was running my own boutique branding studio. Um, but then also have worked in, you know, have worked in corporate, um, and then also was, you know, had worked for, um, at, at the intersection of community organizing. So spent a lot of time in nonprofit social impact org, think tanks, um, and so I spent a lot of time thinking about how people come together and coordinate around a shared set of principles or values and realized that like I had attempted to instigate, you know, a DAO um, before I, before I knew what that was like, you know, had attempted to bring people together around a shared idea and um, create a sense of ownership over pushing the outcomes of this idea forward, but obviously didn't have the tech stack to really incentivize a sense of ownership. So it didn't, didn't quite um, find its way to fruition, but yeah. So, so this idea of DAOs and community tokens was just instantly legible to me. Um, and yeah, at the time, like crypto punks were kind of like on their way up. And so I, I was just like, I don't know, I'm just going to like join Twitter and like see what's up. And, um, uh, you know, previously I had kind of stayed away from Twitter for myself personally. I had run tons of brand Twitter accounts, but uh, I actually set up a Twitter account, called myself Crypto Honey, um, as like this play on like the crypto punk, and uh, and yeah, I'm like I don't know, just like sort of found myself in the right place at the right time, talking to the right people, and um, you know, dropped into a couple discords, and then immediately was like you know sort of recruited by 
um, by, by John Silkey. Shout out to John Silkey, uh, who previously was, was running off at Sea Club. Um, and he sort of like pulled me into the Sea Club ecosystem, started there part time. And then now I'm, you know, what is it, six months later? And I'm the, the steward of the, the media team over at Sea Club. That's amazing. I think we can all probably relate to like the galaxy brain moment where it's like, wait, this is like, you know, a computer, but it's also money, but it's also culture, but it's also like this totally new way of working together. Um, yeah, in, yeah. In, in some ways, like, yeah, that, like that whole experience of kind of falling down the rabbit hole, um, I think is, <laughs> is, is very special. Um, and like, yeah, the, my, my experience with that is definitely something I won't, won't ever forget. Um, I'm just like, yeah, yeah imagining you as, uh, as you know, in the always, it's always sunny scene is very funny. <laughs> it's very accurate. My, my partner came downstairs with the baby at like a normal time. It was like six 30. And I was just like, Oh my God, I have to talk to you. about this. He's like, you know, he was like, great. I'm you finally onboarded. Welcome. <laughs> That's so funny. I love it. Um, I also love that you're, you know, I mean, by now an OG, but like re- relatively new or to the space. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually noticed that in Seed Club in general, like a, a lot of the Seed Club like founders and people in the network are um, like have deep experience in maybe some other area, but like so, mm. so, some of them are OGs, some of them are like newer to the to the space, and I find that really refreshing. Like I love talking with really smart people who have expertise in some er- other area that are kind of like you know newer, but but you know established in the Web three ecosystem because I feel like there's this. Um, potential for like Im- kind of improvement when you're not like all the way sunk in to exactly how the, the way things are done that I think is really important. Uh, totally. You know, uh, Kristen Stone, she's a collaborator of C club and she once described the C club team as weathered and it just, it just feels so accurate because you know, you know, we're, we're a little bit of an older team and I say older, like I'm 33, but um, you know, a lot of, I work with a lot of folks who are, who are, you know, anywhere from like three to 10 years younger than I am. And, and there's, and there's so much beauty and value in that, like, um, in that, like younger mentor. Like I love, I love, I love learning from, from folks who, yeah, are just like a little bit, you know, fresher faced to the world. And, and there's just, there's so much value there. And also I love being a part of a team where like most of us are parents, most of us have kids, most of us have, have stood up and failed businesses in the past. Many of us are previous entrepreneurs. Um, and yeah, there, you know, you really can't replace that learning that, that like life learning. And, and then, you know, to your point too, all of us in the team, we, we have this deep conviction um, and, 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 and yeah, deep experience for the specific work streams that we're pushing forward and that sense of trust in your team to just like, oh yeah, you got that. You like that's your, that's your, yeah, that that's your, that's where your conviction lies. That's your expertise. You've got that. Like, I'm so stoked to learn from you about that. So that that yeah, your observation resonates so deeply. Yeah, I'm 31 and I feel I feel weathered. Also, <laughs> weathered such a good word. <laughs> um, I think so, yeah. 30s is like you're a boomer in crypto. Do you, do you have boomer yeah. tokens? Do you, do you know about the boomer tokens? <laughs> I know about the boomer tokens. I don't have boomer tokens, although I do have on running shoes. I almost I almost bought Allbirds a long time ago, but I have I've, I've thankfully missed that wave. Um, and and I did send someone a Harry Potter gift recently and realized that like, oh, maybe this is not the way right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt so instantly aged. 
like than the moment that I sent the sorting hat gift to a group chat of like mostly Gen Zs. <laughs> you were like, oh no. <laughs> I oh, know. No. <laughs> it's just like crickets. <laughs> They're like, um, so should we kick her out or should yeah, we just yeah. let this one go? Exactly. Yeah, let this one slide, please. <laughs> that's awesome. Um well that's that's really cool. So one thing I've noticed um, just following you on Twitter um, in your role at C Club, you kind of had this vision of kind of media um, and kind of that intersection of DAOs and tokenized communities and media, um, kind of like what marketing can potentially mean in Web3. Um, this is something I re really resonate with as well. Um, so would love to hear you expand on that a little bit. Um, what, you know, kind of what do you envision as the potential for media in Web3 and how are you approaching that at C-Club? Yeah. So, I mean, first thing I'll say right off the bat, like we're just getting started with, with media at C-Club. Um, and I feel so excited for just like the like really big thinking that we're that we're doing over there and, and really excited to see it all play out and sort of manifest in the next year. Um, but yeah, you know, the way the way that I think about media in Web3 is, you know, previously in in Web2, you had, you know, like content marketing, you had your your branding, um, you had PR, you had advertising and they were obviously they're all sort of related, but but a lot of the times they were. Um, outsourced or contracted. Um, and it was basically people coming in and sort of like shaping, shaping stories for an organization to then, or, or, or a product or whatever it is um, to then ultimately like sell something to an end user. And, you know, that I, I coming from that world, like it's, it's, it is a, it's a, it's a pretty incredible design space. Like just to say that, like to, 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 to execute on that kind of brief and, and have, um, such a media ROI on the thing that you're working on. And now in Web3, in web especially at the intersection of DAOs and, and community tokens and tokenized communities, um, you know, your, your, end, your end goal is to expand your network. It is, it's to find your people and to, um, to, to, show those, to show those people, one, that they belong in the network, um, and then also show them what they can do once they're there. Um, and so, it, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a twist on, on like traditional marketing or advertising where, you know, it, it actually, to, in my opinion, doesn't make sense to get like an outside marketing firm to come in and like run some content marketing for my DAO. Right. Um, but, you know, we can think about the role of media as sort of supplanting what would previously have been something that you might've outsourced to an agency in web two. So at C club, we're thinking about media as something that encompasses your brand, your social and your publicity, your editorial, your productions. And within that, you'll notice like how dynamic the media strategy is, right? Like you can't, it's no longer like, oh, you just stand up a newsletter, you stand up social. It's like, no, actually now you have to have an audio component, you have to have a visual component, you have to have a written component. Um, and yeah, and, and, and also a, a video component. And there has to be a sense of like clear alignment across all those things. Uh, and so that, that's how we're, that's how we're thinking about media at C club. And then sort of like adjacent to that media, media has the opportunity to, uh, play this, this role of like community storytelling to like tell, tell the stories that are, that are like emerging within the, within the community. So whoever's on your media team has to like play this little bit of a beat reporter type role where you have to like be in all the places and kind of just like witness and like surface the stories that are trying to emerge and then figure out a way to tell them 
via all of these like dynamic channels. So your editorial, your productions, your audio productions, your video productions, your visual expression, um, your social expression. And, and all of that basically comes down to community building and, and relationship building as manifested through your, your media strategy. So yeah, I can, I can really go off, but that's like sort of the baseline where like where I start. Hell yeah. Um, I, I, I would love to hear you go off, uh, you know, on, on that topic anytime. Um, yeah, I, I think, um, so like, it's funny cause I've thought about this topic a lot as well. Um, and maybe use like some different words, but I think there's like a ton of overlap in the thinking. Uh, one one distinction that I've learned to make um, coming from more of a web to kind of like growth marketing type, type background. Mm-hmm. I did that for about mm-hmm. a decade. Is like, um, yeah, you, you kind of use the example of like, you know, maybe you like airdrop in an agency to like create content and get your name out there. Um, and maybe that's, that's not the right sort of approach, like community native crypto native approach. Um, also like in, in my past roles of web, web too, it's kind of like the, the marketing was almost disconnected from the product in a way. It was like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this kind of distribution thing we did. And I think, um, there's an opportunity like at Tally for us to really think about, uh, marketing as a product unto itself. Right. It's mm-hmm. like p- kind of part of the value that we're bringing to the table as Tally, like our, our core, you know, focus is on creating software, um, to make, Dowing easier, but um, I think what we're doing from like a marketing perspective, really around education, is is actually part of that mission, right? And so that's right. Um, and then like we're trying to take what we're doing with marketing and like Dowify it and do that on tally, and so it's like creating this feedback loop. Um, I've been using our product a lot, and our engineers are like, okay, okay, you can you can stop using product now. Like this is like the 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 like tenth feature request you've made in the last two hours. But anyway, I, I just think there's like yeah, this opportunity to take a much more integrated approach, um, with like product or like the, like media and marketing and like everything else kind of that your, their, your community and your organization is doing in the web three space. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what, what, what you're speaking to is, is this, um, something that we're talking about a lot more at media at C club is the blurring of the lines between like, what would previously be like a passive user or passive reader and the like builder and creator. Right. And so yes, we are, we are creating content or we are um, producing media for like, you know, let's use the word user for, as an example. Um, So like a tweet, our newsletter verticals on our podcast, like they're all being, they're all being um, like consumed and engaged with by a user. But the idea is that then we're going to bring them into the network and then they're going to come in and become part of that creator network. Right. And become, become part of the the value creation within the network. And then, um, and so that, that like speaks to this like blurring of the lines, which I think is really critical within web three. And that's of course all enabled by tokens. Yeah. Blurring of the lines is a great way to put it. It's like, um, blurring of the lines between community. Right. It's like someone could be like, um, creating content with C club, they could be a member of a C club project. They could be a contributor to multiple like C club DAOs or communities. Um, you know, for a tally, like you could be, yeah, a content contributor. You could be part of a DAO that uses tally. Um, there's so many different, yeah, like there's like a one to many relationship between everything. Whereas like, yeah, at least, you know, in, in my past world in web two, it's kind of like, you're either like an employee of the company or you're not, you're either a customer or not. 
right? Um, and there's all these like very hard lines, whereas there's this much more like pluralistic approach, which I personally find like very exciting. Uh, yeah, in the Web three space. Yeah, it's a hundred. It's a hundred percent exciting, and it also it also like leads to complications and challenges. Um, and you know that 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 blurring that that you know if you think about Web two. There's like real clarity and legibility within a hierarchy, right? This person's in charge. This person makes the decision. They sign off. They ship the thing. The end. It's consumed. It's purchased by this type of person. Like your archetypes are very clear. In Web three, again, if we're talking about this like blurring of the lines, it's just it's it's way more it's way more um, opaque. It's like there's like less clarity. And so I think you've you know maybe you you've probably seen this, but there's just like a consistent call across the space for more structure and more clear leadership and. Um, and, and so, yeah, while I think that that, you know, that 100% is the most exciting design space in Web3, it also is the most challenging. And, you know, we're, we're all sort of fumbling through this. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you set guardrails? How do you set voice? How do you maintain editorial integrity while also, yeah, while also inviting people to kind of like move up the creation stack, right? Where you have, you have distribution, you have curation, you have, you have, um, creation. And I think I, you know, I wrote a piece about this, how it's like sort of this decentralized, um, decentralized media staff with distribution at the bottom, curation in the center and creation at the top. And, um, and I, and to me, I think that there's like a real, a real, um, a real case to be made for sort of keeping your creation a little bit more centralized at first, while you're really establishing those guardrails and that brand voice and that narrative and really relying on your community members to support in the distribution. Also curation is a place where there's a little bit more blurring. Um, but yeah, but, but that's like how, you know, progressive decentralization can show up within web three media. So, you know, having, having that, um, having that creation piece sort of be a little bit protected at first and then, and then have the, the de- decentralization sort of move up the stack um, but yeah, it's, it's the blurring is fabulous, incredible design space. And it's also really challenging to navigate. Oh man, Steph, I could talk to you about this all day. Uh, <laughs> but, Let's do it. Let's but, find the yeah, time. Yeah. We'll have a, we'll have part two. Um, but yes. I know you have, um, you know, uh, you're a very busy person and you have more stuff to do today. So, um, it's cool with you. I'll transition into some closing questions. The first of which is um, actually a two-part question, so kind of cheating. But um, the first part is, what is your favorite part of working in, you know, Web three DAOs, crypto? And then the second part is, what's your least favorite part, or something you think we need to work on as a community going forward? So I definitely am going to like lean on the the observation I was making just now. It, it totally feels alive for me. The most exciting part in Web three is the is is the opportunity to take an idea, to have ownership over it, and then to to drive it forward. Um, it's yeah, the design space is currently unlimited, and like we we really can't even see we can like barely see the edges of the design space as we're building it, and then as we find those edges, like whew, like a whole another thing sort of un, un like unravels a little bit like parenting actually. <laughs> you think you've got one thing covered, and then like you know, two days later, it's like all of a sudden you're dealing with a new, a new set of issues. But um, yeah, so it, that, that's what makes it so exciting. And then the, the thing that, again, it's like the other side of that is this challenge of like, we need, um, we, we actually need more, um, yeah, more, more generative leadership and more, um, yeah, more, more like, clearer guardrails. Um, and, and also a much clearer articulation of um, vision and strategy 
um, which is another thing I've just been like kind of beating a drum around at C Club and then also just generally um, that the strategy component is really where I see the, the most opportunity for people to set up meaningful guardrails and to really show up within um, with, within their leadership within the DAO. Love that. Love that. Um, one of the things that I say a lot is I think DAOs actually require more leadership rather than less because you don't have these sort of like shortcuts of this person has this title or reports to that person. This person's a customer. This person's a supplier. You don't have those, um, which actually requires the individuals who are in the mix to really step up even further um, to help people to create shelling points and help people coalesce and, um, you know, yeah, aligned around why they're there. So totally hear you on that. Yeah. I mean, just had this tweet a while ago that like, we need, we don't need leaderless. We need leader. We, yeah, we need leader full, leader full DAOs. And, um, and I just, I think about that all the time and, and the way, the way it shows up for me personally is like, you have to, you know, each, each of your relationships that you have in the space and also within your organization, they like evolve and shift depending on the specific contents that you're working within. Right. So, um, and, and that's just like, that just like takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of awareness that, you know, at one point your relationship might be this, but then as you move into this initiative or this role or this project, that relationship shifts and like even, and so how are you showing up in, in support of that relationship in order to move, um, yeah, to move, to move outputs forward. So that's, whew, that's like a whole, that's like exhausting in and of itself, just like, you know, all of these relationships we have to manage in order to, to engage in this, this like decentralized um, way of working. For sure. That'll be part three. Um, <laughs> yeah. sounds like we have a ton to talk about there too. Um, well, um, yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for, for everything you've shared so far. I just have one more question. Um, usual, it's our usual closing question, which is what is your favorite place in the world and why? So I, my favorite place in the world is a place where I can, I, I can find this place pretty much anywhere. Uh, and yeah, it's, you know, it looks like a coffee shop or a restaurant, um, or just like a place where I can be in physical space with other people and not necessarily interacting with them, um, you know, in, in real time, but just a place where I can sort of feel like I'm connected to just like just the, the textures of life. Um, but, but also have a sense of like, oh yeah, this is, this is my like little moment. This is my little space. Um, it's very hard to find that as a, as a, as a parent. And then also in the pandemic, you know, with, um, if I have a small house and, and whatever, just all of, all of that stuff. So yeah, I, I love, I love that space and it's true. You can, you can really find it anywhere. Like a, a public place, but with the right vibes is, exactly. is your favorite place. That's, that's awesome. Yes. That's yeah. a that's a very like uh, unique answer, you know. Most people are like are really like Paris, which is also acceptable. But <laughs> totally, yeah, right. right. But I, I I love it. Um, that's really cool. And yeah, um, definitely hear you on that too. Well, Steph, um, thanks so much for coming on Dow Talk. Um, looking forward to continuing the conversation with you about DAOs and media and leadership going forward. So it's great to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Let's do it again. Heck yeah.